The Courage to Lead, episode 178. You're listening to the IB4E Coaching Podcast. Brought to you by IB4E Coaching, business coaching for executives, entrepreneurs, and small business professionals. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com. Hey, Coach Harlan here. Welcome back to the podcast. Hope you guys are having an exceptional week. I'm having a great week and I'm excited to introduce you to my guest today. Please help me welcome Garen Dem. Garen Dem is a business consultant. She grew up in Toronto and has lived in Los Angeles for the past 14 years. She studies psychology, human resources, and finances, which has helped her with her business endeavors. She worked in the corporate space and philanthropy for many years, which helped her develop her love for helping others. This led to her entrepreneur journey within her consulting business. Garen Dem Executive Consultants helps entrepreneurs go from startup to six-figure success with internal and external strategies. Garen will meet you where you are in your business and help you get to that next level of success. She helps her clients through one-to-one coaching and is in the process of developing an e-course called the Mindset Principle, which is the first step in hitting six-figure success. Garen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. No, this is awesome. So mindset seems to be a big thing. We hear a lot about mindset. Yes. These days. Real quick, what exactly is mindset and why are people struggling so much with that? Well, we have to um, have that mindset to be in that place in order for us to take ourselves to that next level. And what I mean by that is, um, or what mindset is in general, is having the right frame of mind to do the work and having the courage to lead and having the courage to do what is necessary and take yourself out of that comfort zone and to that next level. So is it uh, the fear that's holding them back or the, the, that internal struggle with maybe self Yes, yes. Like a that? lot of the times it is a fear. It is that internal struggle. It is imposter syndrome, that negative self-talk. All of those things combined is what mindset is all about. And, you know, a lot of people are like good vibes only and have a positive mindset and all of those things. It all intertwines within each other. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I want to come back and talk about that because I think that's huge. I think a lot of people, like you said, the imposter syndrome, people struggle with that a lot more than than we know. So, yeah. And we realize, yes. Absolutely. All right. want to come back and talk about that. But before we get started. I've got 10 questions that I like to ask all of my guests. Uh, Listeners, though, these are the questions made famous on the TV show Inside the Actor's Studio, where the host James Lipton asks these same questions of his Hollywood guests from TV, film, and stage. And I figure if they're good enough for the Hollywood elite, they're certainly good enough for my guests. Right. 10 questions for you. Question number one, what is your favorite word? My favorite word um, would probably be music. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. What is your least favorite word? Service. Mm. What turns you on? Music. Nice. What turns you off? Um, lying. I'm with you. Okay. What sound or noise do you love? Um, drums. Okay. What sound or noise do you hate? I think crying. What is your favorite curse word? Uh, Can I say it or sounds like? Yeah, Um, it just sounds like. (laughs) 
uh, rhymes with a duck. How about that? Okay, perfect. I think we know what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. All right. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um, I always wanted to be like into criminology and FBI kind of thing. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. All right. Yeah. What profession would you not like to do? Oh, anything to do with heights. Like, you know, those window washers or, the, you know, flying a plane or something. I can't see that open space. <laughs> All right. Um, final question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Um, I like welcome to the party. Nice. Welcome. Absolutely. Good job. All right. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about how you got your start. Yes. Who you work with and how you help them. Some of the things you're seeing out in the industry right now uh, with the clients you're working with. Um, and at some point, we'll transition into courage and leadership. Okay. Sure. All right, listeners, we're going to talk about all of that and more right after this, so stick with us. Imagine having a trusted group of CEOs at your disposal. Imagine having your very own peer advisory team who could work you through the problems and questions in your business before you had to make those difficult decisions. Imagine you had a group of advisors that had your back and met for the sole purpose of making you successful in your business. What would you be able to accomplish then? Well, you don't have to imagine anymore. You can have that and more when you join my Business Success Mastermind Group. Join my Business Success Mastermind Group today. Learn more at ib4e-coaching.com forward slash mastermind. And I'm back with my guest, De Garen Dem. Garen Dem. Love that. All right. So we talked a little bit about the mindset and everything like that, but I want to know how you got your start. You've got a bachelor's degree in psychology and a bachelor's degree in human resource management, right? Yes. And you're working on finance type stuff. That's that's quite a combination. Yes, thank you. Um, so yeah, I when you know you're growing up and you were always encouraged to go to school and get a nine to five and not necessarily entrepreneurial ways. Um, at least the way I grew up and there wasn't social media. So you don't see a lot of this entrepreneurial stuff. And it was very much go get, you know, go get your education, go get a job. So that is where um, I fell in into working for corporate and getting a job and working for other people. But throughout my time working in corporate America or working in a lot of these jobs, there is a lack of leadership. In some sort of way, a lot of people, they, they are that one trick pony and they know what to do. If they're in sales, they know how to sell well, but they don't know, necessarily know how to manage their business or manage their team or manage their staff or whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, so I noticed that a lot. And that is where, um, and you know, having the fascination of human behavior and having that, the fascination of how people work and how people work together as a team. Um, and I know myself, I am better as an individual than I am as a team. <laughs> um, I work as within teams, but I know that I personally do better on my own. Um, and knowing things like that, I really just um, wanted to help people become better as a leader. And in turn, they can help their teams better and they can help their business better and not just be that one trick pony. Yeah. And so why uh, psychology? How did you, is that, did you set out for psychology or is that something you just kind of fell well, into? Well, because um, 
with one of your first questions, I wanted to get into criminology um, and be FBI and stuff like that. And so human behavior was it. Um, and one of the first things you learn in psychology is like nature versus nurture. And it's the perfect example of, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer, who was in a loving household and how he became or then when, you know, um, those who lived through war and poverty and destruction and genocide and look how they became. So like it was, it fascinated me very much. And that's why I got into psychology. Excellent. So why didn't you continue on with the um, justice stuff and, and law enforcement? You know, it was because I honestly, I didn't have that mentor or somebody mm -hmm. to tell me where to go and yeah. how to go about it. So I kind of just then went and, you know, landed yeah. other jobs. <laughs> Well, uh, but still, I mean, you ended up in a great place because I love what right. you're doing now, helping people. So at what point in your career did you decide you wanted to become uh, a coach and consultant? Well, it, it it became more in when I moved to Los Angeles and I started working in the financial business. Um, and, and this is where a lot of them only learn how to sell and they only know how to sell those financial items. Yeah. Um, and they only know how to, do that one thing, but they didn't, a lot of them, I can't say every single one of them, but a lot of them, um, these financial experts, they didn't know how to deal with somebody on an individual basis. They didn't know how to deal with their teams and so on. And now we learn um, mostly people are conscious consumers now, and they do want to buy the items from the person, not necessarily the product. So that was very much evident where the team mattered, the person like the sales rep mattered. So that is when I started working with a lot of these financial representatives and started training them not only on how to utilize the system and operations, but also the human aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Cause we're, we're told people want to buy from someone they know, like, and trust. Right, right, exactly. You may know the product inside out, but if I don't like you, <laughs> I'm going to go somewhere else, right? Because I can get it from someone else. Absolutely. The same exact thing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know what? A lot of the small businesses that I work with, the uh, the business owner is technically very good at what they do, but mm -hmm. they don't know how to run the business. They don't know how to manage employees. They don't know how to deal with the customers and everything like that. Somebody's always taken care of that for them. Now they're out on their own. And so yes. that's, that's a tough area to get into. So yeah. how do, who do you work with specifically? I mean, you talk about the financial area. Is that your niche that you work with? Um, it used to be my niche, um, but I have expanded. Um, and unfortunately, these past years, everybody had to switch things up um, a little bit. And now I work with uh, mostly service-based entrepreneurs. And that is a lot of people, other coaches. I work with them. I work with people who... Um, our social media managers or website developers or anything in the service-based industry um, that are online in the online space. And I work with those businesses. Very cool. So aside from the mindset we talked about earlier, what other things are they struggling with? When they when you go to them or when they call you, what is it they're they're having trouble with? 
Um, a lot of them, uh, the business fundamentals as well. Just like you said, a lot of them do not know how to start a business necessarily or what a business entails because it's very easy with social media or you see other people and they're like, they started a course or they are all of a sudden a coach or they started a podcast and they make all this money. And a lot of people just don't know that there there is a lot of work behind it. An overnight success doesn't really happen overnight. No, right? absolutely. Yeah. You don't see all the years of struggle that they right. Yeah. And all everything in the background, such as, you know, are you going to be a sole proprietorship, an LLC? You know, what are you doing and how to register your business? And do you need staff? And do you need a website? And so on and so forth. And all these, these little things, a lot of them don't know, or they think they need to spend money to make money or they need staff right away. And every single business is different. Um, and, you know, some people, they can travel all the time and all they need is Wi-Fi and they're, you know, a small piece of equipment and they're great. While other people, they do need to be in that same spot with yeah. that computer and do what they need to do. Yeah. And so in the bio, we talked about you help them with their internal and external strategies. Yeah. Tell me, tell me more about that. What do you do internally? And so externally? internal with what I mean by internal is the them and their mindset okay. and to be that the best leader that they can be and first for themselves. And then in order for them to hire the people that they need to hire. And then when it comes to external strategies, it is those, those business fundamentals. Like I did mention on what is needed to start. Like, do you need a blog? Possibly not. Do you need to start your own podcast or be a guest on others? Like it's those small little nuances sure. that that do matter for their business. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot of people, they, they, and I've been, I've been working with independent consultants, you know, mm -hmm. coaches, mentors who they've been in industry for years and they love what they do, but now they want to go do it on their own. Right. Yes. And I think a lot of this has to do with the pandemic and the shift and everything, the, what they're calling the great resignation or the great reevaluation where people are yes. thinking, do I really want to stay in this cubicle for the next 20 years of my life? Or do I want to take a chance and go out and make money on my, right. on my own? They're technically great at what they do, but they're not even sure where to start. Do right. I form an LLC or a C Corp or an S Corp? Yes. You know, do I need licenses? Do I need certifications? All that stuff. I mean, they're, right. yeah. And, and we don't knock a nine to five because they they do serve that purpose for people sure. to you know a lot of people love that and you know they need somebody's to got to do it somebody's, somebody's got to do it. it and and it's okay for you to work the nine to five while you work your business sure. at the same time and grow your business and um, I always want to clarify that because I never will knock that nine to five. Oh no um, absolutely not yeah. and you're right a lot of people will start kind of their side hustle Yes. Until they really get things rolling and then they can say, right. okay, now I feel comfortable enough to take that step. Right. Some of us can walk up to the precipice and just jump and figure I'm going to be Absolutely. fine, right? And yeah. others, they need a little safety net to get them. And, and that's them. okay. And, you know, you grow as you work. So, and I don't necessarily believe in hustle culture. So it's okay right. for people to take a rest. Yeah. It's okay for you to, you know, work on your evenings and your weekends. And when, as much as you work, that's just how, how you, much you grow. Yeah, absolutely. So has that great resignation, has that impacted a lot of your, your clients? Yes. Um, that, well, it helped me grow. 
Sure, so, absolutely. You know, because I help a lot of people start their business. Nice. Um, so great for me in a certain way. However, uh, it, it, it does impact the clients because that is when they did reevaluate themselves and be like, I don't want to work for somebody anymore. I don't want to go sit in traffic forever to sit in a cubicle forever. And I want to see what I can do to work from home and be more with my family and my friends and yeah. myself and travel or whatever the, that they want to do. Exactly. So it, it, it did impact a lot of it, but they didn't know where to start. Yeah. So that was a big, a big thing that we needed to. And then the beauty of it is with this online world is that we can work with anybody. Anywhere, anywhere. anytime. Absolutely. And there, yeah. there's articles. Um, I just read one the other day yeah. that people are finding that being independent rather than working for somebody else, being on their own, having their own business, being an independent consultant coach or, or mentor or something like that is actually, it's, it's better because there's more work out there. You're not reliant on this, yes. you know, company that you're working for to keep their clients, and everything. If something happens, they falter. You could be out of a job. Yes. If you're an independent consultant and that project ends, you just go on to the next one or the you next just, one, right? Yeah. You just, you find where yeah. somebody needs your products or services and off you go. Right. And we learn and grow every day. And the beauty of it is, is that we're networking and we're learning and we're meeting new people in different ways, how to network. Like we all had to learn how to network without being in a, at a party yeah. <laughs> and now networking online with Facebook yeah. groups or something, but it all works out um, in the end. And we just have to learn how to, go from that one place to another. And yeah, and you know, they do say, unfortunately, when we work for somebody, we're replaceable. Absolutely. Yeah. But so, you know, I've, I've told people before that are in the nine to five and really want to stay there. If you're not replaceable, you're not promotable. You have to yeah. make it so that your job, somebody can take, pick up your job and, and run with it. It shouldn't rely hundred percent on you. Same thing in business. You know, you want to, get in, do, you know, work in your zone of genius. But when your zone of genius isn't needed anymore, you have to be able to pivot. And I know a lot of people don't like that word pivot. Shift. Shift. You have to shift, yeah. right? Darwin said that it's not um, the strongest that survives. It's the adaptable that survives. Yes. So the more adaptable you can be to the industry, find out what's needed and go there and, and work. You know? And we did learn that these past few years with the pandemic, uh, that we have to adapt. We had to adapt with working from home. We had to adapt with doing everything online, you know, and there are a lot of memes and jokes out there where a lot of the meetings could have been an email and we all yes. learned that it could have been an email. <laughs> right. And we, you know, phone calls didn't have to happen. And a lot of the meetings didn't have to happen. And a lot of us can just do what we need to do. And yeah spend more time with our family, spend more time at home and do, do the things to bring that money in and create the life that we want and the wealth that we want. Exactly. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a, a mindset shift for not only the employees, but for the employer too. Of Employers course. used to think, I have to see you sitting in front of me or else you're not working. Right. And they even use things like team and zoom and Skype. If you weren't green, if you weren't on your computer, moving your oh, mouse yes. and doing things, yeah. you know, it became like a, an ankle bracelet, right? You're locked into this little desk. They're realizing that people can be as productive, if not more productive 
in a remote setting. Yes, right. I may get up and do laundry. Yes, I may. And yes, I do my own laundry. I yeah. could get up and do dishes or whatever, but I'm going to come back. I'm going to work longer. I may get up earlier and work, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and it helps not pigeonholing ourselves, I think. Sure. And not having them pigeonholing us as well. So yeah. um, it does definitely work. And I think a lot of the, the bigger companies, I think they just spent so much money on these like Google type offices where it's open space and it's right. beautiful and we have all these snacks <laughs> and it's like, I don't care for your snacks, you know, like, right. yeah. Yeah. Well, especially if, if that employee engagement isn't there, if you don't, yeah. you know, uh, if you don't take care of me as an employee, if you don't value my input, if you don't, you know, make me feel like I'm useful, valuable to the company, mm. it doesn't matter how many free snacks you give me or what kind of coffee you Thank have, you. you know. Yeah. Yes. We all want to be validated in, in any relationship that we have and in our working relationship. And if we don't see it, and that's why we, we a lot of people reevaluated themselves and shifted mm -hmm. to owning their own business. And uh, you see a lot of that with, you know, people were able to build websites. Why not charge for the, that, and, you know, sure. bring that value to other people. I was just going to say my, my hated word is service, but uh, but bring that value to other people and get paid for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you work with these clients, if they come up, if somebody contacts you and says, Hey, I really want to start a business. I don't know where to start. What's the process you're working through? Well, that's perfect. So we, we can start just from the beginning. So um, I really brainstorm with them as to what that business is. Is it a physical product? Is it online? so on and so forth. Um, and what they want, is it like, are you just going to call it like me? I called mine Garandem, like very hard. It's not that hard, right? <laughs> what are, are you going to call it something different? Um, what do these words mean to you? Um, then we go through branding, you know, what colors you want to use. Like for instance, I hate the color pink. I would never have the color pink in anything that I do. So if I wanted to post something, do something people know that if it's pink didn't come from me right um so the, the and i go through even those small little things first and we brainstorm with all those small things first yeah and of course we need to talk about registering and the finance aspect of it and taxes and spending money and this and that which yeah. i'm not a tax expert and i don't claim to be however mm. we have to talk about all of these things so that's where really I start yeah. with them and, and see where they want to go. And some things, you know, a lot of people are like, I want to do this, 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 this. And then I'm, and I have to slow them down to be like, all right, <laughs> you want to write a book? Yes. You want to do a podcast? Yes. We, you want to, you know, have an e-course, all of that stuff. That's fantastic. However, mm -hmm. we have to do things one step at a time and not, you know, throw up everything all together yeah. at the same time. Exactly. I think one thing that a lot of, new entrepreneurs fresh out of the shoot, what they miss is really narrowing down on who they want to serve. Who do you, sorry, yeah. serve. <laughs> no, who do okay. you want to, right? Who do you Bring want to Bring value help? to, yes. Bring value to. How do you, you know, who is that person, uh, yeah. th that avatar? Um, especially with coaches, you have a lot of coaches that say, I, I can help anybody. Okay, that's sure. not helpful. That's not helpful. Yeah. Narrow down specifically, what industry do you want to work in? What's your background? Because yes. you yes. know what those people are struggling with and really focus in on that. 
right? Because yeah. if you know who you are and what you do and who you help and why, right? I think that gives you that good foundation yeah. you can then take and off. It's yeah. it's great to narrow down your niche, but I also I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit here and flip it where it you can't be super niched either. You can't turn around and be like, I only help women who live in this area who, you know, got pregnant on this right. date and this, you know, you right. can't be super niched as well. Red haired, left handed. Yeah. Right. So there is like, you are the unique genius that bring are bringing to the table. Right. You are that niche and right. you can help certain people like technically as, you know, uh, a coach. Sure. I can help every single person out there, but I'm mostly working with people in the online space. I don't help brick and mortar businesses. You know what I mean? Like I, sure. I only help sir, like those who um, are service-based entrepreneurs and so on and so forth, even though I yeah. hate the word, but you know. Yeah. But that, that does narrow it down a little bit. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think, I think niching down gets a bad rap because everybody yes. thinks that, oh, if I go too narrow, I won't have as many people, clients, customers, sure. whatever. If you're if you look at it from a marketing perspective, the more narrow your marketing niche is yes. that you actually can write and say, I help this type of business do this, mm-hmm. you're probably going to have other people come up and say, Can you help me? Right. Yeah. Uh, my my business coach works with technical businesses, tech savvy businesses that are looking to grow in order to exit, right? They, uh, most technical companies, they yes. want to be bought by bought Microsoft yes. or somebody. So he helps them grow and get their business ready for exit. Well, he's had That's people awesome. come up to him and said, hey, I'm a dog walker. Can you help yeah. my business? Well, of course I can. It's all the same. Right. But you have that one uh, niche that you really talk to, the, the avatar that you talk to as if we're having a conversation. And when you say those things, it resonates with everybody. If you just walk into a room and say, I can help anyone, people look at you and go, yeah, okay, whatever, right? right? We had a, I was in a networking group. We had a, a chiropractor came in and we asked him, who is your ideal client? Exactly. He said, I will work with anybody with a spine. It's like, okay, that's, that's not helpful. Yeah. We had another guy come in several months later, a chiropractor, and he said, I work with your student athletes to give them the best you ever had. And it's like, all right, now I know I'm not a student athlete, but I know somebody who has one. And then, of course, the parents come in and say, well, can you help me with this? Of course I can. Right. He's not going to turn away business, but it gives you something to focus on so that you know right. who to who to refer. So, yeah, absolutely. niching is important. Yeah. Niching is absolutely important. I don't knock that down. But like I said, the micro ones is just a little, just slightly going too far. Yeah. But you know, to each their own. And if it works for them, that's great. But like we said, you know, you can't, you can't help everybody. It's the same thing when people, you know, they, they turn around and they say they're like, they're the, um, they're the jack of all trades, but then they're the master of none. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, You want to be known as a master of this. Yes. You know, are you a profit type person where you help somebody generate their more profit or keep more of the money they make? That's awesome. Talk about that. Right. So I help service businesses that, you know, want yeah. to keep more of the money they make. Correct. Right. That's awesome. So you talk about the, the mindset program you're putting together. Tell me a little bit more about that. When is that going to be launched? Well, I'm hoping to launch it um, by September. I'm going to nice. take the summer to do that. Um, and I want to take the time and I want to, you know, do some market research with my audience mm-hmm. um, as well as uh, 
my potential clients, my clients, and, you know, really put it together and edit these videos and put them out there um, as an e-course and really talk about the negative self-talk the imposter syndrome, and we all go through it. Every professional mm. goes through it. You know, you would be uh, surprised how many celebrities and how many famous people mm. and athletes and all of those people who do go through it, especially now like playoff season, I'm sure they all go through this, uh, this mm. negative self-talk and the mindset is, you know, a big thing about it. Mm. So, you know, I want to do, you know, a course with a bunch of modules and workbooks and eBooks to go through that mindset, because I believe that is the first step in order to start your business and grow your business to six figure success. Because, and you know, there are days where I'm like sitting on the couch and going, all right, am I really doing this? Am I that professional? You know, do I have the credentials and some people look for credentials and some, and that's why I do tell people like, Hey, I do have, you know, my uh, degrees or my licenses and stuff, but some people don't care. Some people really care. And those who really go, you know what, but you don't have your masters. All right. Then don't work with me. Right. What are you going to do? Right. So and that's part of it where we have to understand that not everybody out there is for us is our clients, but it, it's all that mindset and yeah, it's going to be uh, some, like I said, some videos of me, you're going to see my face and your, you know, workbooks and eBooks. And I'm trying to get some guest speakers as well for this course. So I'm really excited about it and working away on it. So if I, if I'm not doing a podcast or working with my clients, I'm totally focused on that. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, well, definitely let us know when that's out. Yes, thank you. Very cool. So let's, okay, courage. That takes courage. Um, And we talk about where did you find the courage, right? To leave the nine to five to create your own success. Where did you get the courage? Where did that come from? Well, when I was working the nine to five, and like I said before, I was very happy. I was content. You know, there was a few years where I was like, yeah, I'm making money. I have this great place, you know, doing the things. But then it started to become what I considered toxic, where I was getting pigeonholed, where, you know, being a woman in the financial industry, I was being told that I can and cannot do certain things because I'm a woman, uh, because I have a different name, because I haven't been in the industry so long, um, all these ridiculous things. And so as they were shooting me down, I had to find that courage to be like, no, I know what I have to offer. I know what I can bring to the table. And they do say like, if they don't want you, they're not inviting you to the table, you bring your own table. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's what I had to do. And it took me years. It took me a long time and a long time to speak with my friends and speak to other people. And they're like, just take that leap. Take that. Because they, they all knew. And I was... Um, doing a lot of training and development on my own. And I was helping other financial reps. And that's where my first niche started in helping financial reps. Um, And because I was in that industry and I was helping them and I was like, you know what? I could do this on my own. And it just, I was just like, all right, I'm going to take it. So I, you know, sat there with my boss and I was like, all right, this is what I want. If you want me to stay, this is what I want. And he said no to everything. I said, all right. 
your loss. <laughs> With a bunch of tears, I said, I'm leaving and just started. And it was right before the pandemic. Yeah. But it happened. And here we are. Yeah. But that so that was the impetus for the change. But where did yeah. you where did you find that courage? I mean, did did you are your parents were your parents courageous? Did they show you how to stand up to things? Um, you know? Always. I was always they're not necessarily entrepreneurial. They they were very, you know, the nine to five type of people. However, they did teach me um, coming from immigrant parents and, you know, my parents leaving and living in different countries and, you know, with no money in their pockets and doing the things that they needed to do. They always taught me to be resilient, to have that courage, to go for it, because you will always end up landing on your feet. You can always sure. make money again. You'll always end up landing on your feet. Yeah. And like I said, be, be able to, to, to shift. And, and, yeah. you know, the resilience, I think, is, is the best word for it, right? Yeah. Whatever happens, you'll be fine. Try it again. If that didn't work, try it over this way, right? Right. And then yeah. that's exactly it. They always taught my sisters and I to just do what they needed to do. And, of course, they wanted the best for us. And like I said sure. previously, they go get a job, go do your thing. <laughs> but um, they did encourage us to, you know be ourselves and stand up for ourselves and especially being women to stand up even more. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, how many people do you have working for you right now? Are you still a solo? I'm still solo because okay. um, currently I'm able to do it. However, um, I do hire people for project-based. Mm -hmm. um, like I hired somebody to do my website. I hire people project-based when it comes to like, you know, when I'm doing, as I'm doing my course, I'm hiring people to help me create that. Nice. And then eventually um, I will be hiring a full-time assistant for cool. me. Currently I'm able to, I'm able to do it. And sometimes that's my fault and that's my flaw where you're like, oh, I can do everything on my own, right. <laughs> but I can't. And that's the first thing I learned. And that's the one thing advice that I would give myself, yeah. you, you know, it's okay to ask for help and it's okay to get other people to help you along the way and hire them or sure. whatever it may be. So, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So if I was to bump in any of these contractors you, you've used before or any of your clients that you have mm -hmm. or any of the people you used to work with in the past and ask them what type of leader you are, yeah. what would they tell me? What kind of leader are you? Um, I'm a direct one. Okay. <laughs> direct um, and with empathy. So I feel what, you, you know, your situation and I empathize, but I'm also direct. I want to give, I don't want to beat around the bush. Yeah. I'm as nice as possible. I do have a big heart and all of that stuff. However, you want me to give you that answer that you may not want to hear. Yeah. No. And I think that's, that's, that's great that you brought that up. Being empathy, empathetic, right. Is important for a leader. Yeah. But at some point, you have to get back to business. So yes. you have to be empathetic with what's going on, nurture the your employee at that that moment, but get them back on track. Hey, I, you know, take a break, take a, yes. an hour or so to get yourself pulled together. But then yeah. I need you to get back on this, right? Because you're important right. to the team and we need to accomplish X or whatever. Right. And and that's how I am with my clients to be like, okay. And and that's what I mentioned before. You you grow as much as you work. And it's okay to take that rest and that break and do things a certain way. Absolutely. However, 
You want to make those six figures? You want to not go back to a nine to five? You want to build this empire? We got to do what we got to do. Yeah. You know, and that Netflix show can wait or. <laughs> it'll you know, be there. Have, yeah. <laughs> it'll be there. And, you know, even though I love Netflix, but, you know, or that <laughs> drink with your friends can wait one more day. I'm not saying don't ever do that. Don't just sit True. at home. However, we got to get our priorities straight. Exactly. So exactly. that's, that's it. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, di- I'm direct regardless. I think that even with friends and stuff, I'm just that person. So it, it trickles into the way I lead as well. No, that's excellent. That's excellent. Yeah. So the clients you work with, what are you seeing in them? The leaders, is, is there one leadership type that stands out to you? Do you think, yeah, that's, if everybody was like this, the world would be a better place. Um, the empathy. I think that, that when, um, when they are empathetic, then the world would be a better place. We have to understand that everybody is just different, different personalities, different, um, the way they, their work ethic is the way they go about things. You know, like I'm very much like, if you give me a task, I'm on it. It'll be done within 24 hours. I'm that person. Other people, they're like, Oh, it's due next week. Okay. I'll, I'll wait on it. Everybody is different. So we have to under, like have that empathy and under, have that understanding of each other. And that's how we, we as can work together in general. So I think that is the best way. Nice. Yeah. Empathy. Definitely. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah. So what's next for you? I mean, you've done a lot. You work with yes. some great clients and everything like that. What's yeah. next? So next is this e-course. Absolutely. Um, I do want to reach um, a wider net, a wider audience. Some people just can't do one-on-ones. Either they don't like it or their schedules or financial wise, it's just not there. So I want to do um, that e-course for people, Um, more speaking engagements, more podcasting and speaking engagements, hopefully in person. Yeah. We'll see if that happens. Get back to that. I know. I know. Yeah. We'll see how, how, how things go there. Um, and um, with that e-course, I'm also working on personal de- a personal development book. Nice. Um, I love writing. Uh, so those are it for, for now. And then just me and uh, taking care of my puppy. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of puppy? So he's a Jack Russell Terrier mix. Nice. I was, he's sleeping at the no, moment. No, leave him. Yeah. We're not, <laughs> we're not going there. Yeah. They're rambunctious. They They're are. So he's six yeah. months and nice. yeah, he's a terror, a little bit sweet, sweet dog. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm learning as he's learning. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, this has been great. I really appreciate you coming on to the program. Thank if people want to, sure, if people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? What's your website? So it's garandem.com. Okay. Nice and easy. Yes. Very cool. Um, and are you active on LinkedIn? Can people reach you on LinkedIn? I'm active on LinkedIn as well as Instagram, as well as Facebook. Very cool. All right. Good job. And you say your program is coming out hopefully in September? Hopefully in September, hopefully sooner than that. But September is absolutely my goal. Um, and if people go on my website, uh, it will be announced there or, or my Instagram and follow me there, or they can get on my newsletter and it will be announced in Excellent. all the places. Very cool. Good stuff. All right. I will make sure I have all those links in the show notes so people can reach out to you. Yeah. And uh, Garen, this has been awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. All right, listeners, hope you guys were taking a lot of good notes. 
a lot of good information here. Definitely check out garandim.com. Um, look for the new course coming up, hopefully in September, if not sooner. And uh, Gary, we'll check it back in with you once you get that course launched, see how it's going. Thank you. Okay. All right, listeners, make sure you share this episode with your family, friends, and colleagues and stick around because there's always more coming. That's it for me, Coach Harlan saying so long for now.